You are listening to Last Call for Alcohol. This is a platform for those who have or have had an alcohol dependency. Discussions and interviews about overcoming alcohol, anxieties, depression, low self-esteem, and much, much more. We will touch on how these things have affected relationships, family, and the way we deal with our everyday life. And that's not all. You'll also get tips on how to deal with the many adversities that we face. And here's your host, Tanisha Williams. Thank you guys for tuning in to Last Call for Alcohol. I hope everyone has been practicing self-care and trying to stay in a positive mindset with everything that's going on around us. Today, I wanted to touch on forgiveness. And I chose forgiveness because I struggled for many years, whether it had to do with my biological father, my friends, my relationships that I've had, and also the relationship with myself. So I wanted to touch on that today, and I'm hoping to inspire somebody. Let's get started. One of the hardest things I have encountered as an emotion was forgiveness. Forgiveness played a tremendous part in my life. Even today, I have to work on acceptance of things I cannot change. And that's just part of what forgiveness is made up of. Many times we suffer too long with questions that may go unanswered. And we allow it to hinder things and possibilities that may be blessings in our lives. Being able to accept hurt without answers or even hurt that we already have the answers to is not easy, but it is, in fact, one of the necessities of life in order to find happiness within. When I was drinking heavily, it was like everything that was ever done to me was so magnified, and it felt as though my heart and my mind could not grasp the idea of ever getting through the anger, hurt, and confusion I felt. Those were the most darkest times in my life. I cried most nights, released anger to those who were not at fault for my feelings that were heading in a spiral downfall. I spoke about my biological father in one of my previous episodes and touched on the pain that I felt because I didn't understand why our relationship was so detached and why no matter what I did or said, it never felt like it was good enough for him. His absence and his presence affected me and how I dealt with myself and others. So I felt it was necessary to talk more about it, especially within the topic of forgiveness. I remember being a kid and trying so hard to understand where I fit in. I had a biological father who had a whole other family with someone else and their children who were not his biological kids. And then I had a stepfather who loved me dearly and he had other children of his own. So at that time, I didn't feel that I had my own dad It was difficult for me, and I needed to prove that I was worthy of having the same love on both ends. You had one side that felt very uncomfortable because when your biological father is taking care and living with another family with children in the home, you wonder why you can't have the same things and get the same things that they get to have with your dad. Then I had my stepdad who lived with me and my mother, but he had his own children outside of that. And I would always try so hard to show them that I can be this good sister. Well, at least that's what I thought I was doing because I know I got on their nerves. (laughs) But I say that to say that even though I had two fathers, there was a struggle on each side to feel like I belonged. And that's where my self-doubt began. Moving ahead, I remember trying to explain to my biological father how happy I was working in film and television because 
anytime we spoke, the first thing he would ask was, what am I doing with myself? So here I am confident and thinking that he would be proud of me at this time. But again, I wasn't good enough. I told him how I was making a good living and working on major TV shows and, you know, behind the scenes and working under the union, all those great things. When my father said to me, that is not a real job, my heart fell to my feet. That day I drank, I cried, I felt sorry for myself, and I was so angry that I could not figure out what I needed to do for this man to just accept me. Ask me my goals or what about my day, my life, you know, without criticizing everything that made me happy. Well, that was a horrible sight that I made for myself that day, breaking down emotionally and Knowing that he has always been this way with me, I somehow felt like this time would be different. Every time I came back and called him and even with the hang up sometimes that he's done to me, I always came back thinking it would be different. And I couldn't figure out. I just couldn't figure out what it was that I was doing wrong. It took some time after that to forgive him. I went to therapy, which I am so grateful for, and I did the work. I had to understand where my father came from and look further into his upbringing to understand how he can be this way with his only daughter. He may have meant well and his concerns in his own way, but his approach was never affectionate, understanding, or embracing. I couldn't even remember any I love yous from him. But once I accepted the fact that I was not the problem, it was not my fault. There was nothing that I could have done to change how he reacted or acted as a person. I was able to forgive him along with releasing the idea that I was unacceptable as a daughter. I had to understand that as children, we don't get to choose who brings us into this world. But as we get older, we can choose what and who we allow in ours and in what capacity. Just because our parents had a blessing to bear children does not mean that all parents know how to give what they were never given. I spent so many years allowing what he gave me to define me. I had to look at my blessings that I was given beyond that and start thanking God for the people who surrounded me with love. At the age of three, I met my stepfather that never left my side to this day and always gave me the things that I needed. The man that taught me how to ride a bike and drive a car. My stepfather was my dad. I had to come to the conclusion that I had all that I needed and desired from my stepfather, and maybe that's the way it was meant to be. My stepfather is kind, generous, and he's a great listener. And he loves me as if me and him share the same blood. He raised me to be thoughtful of others and to work hard for what it is that I desired, no matter what my choices were. He is my father, and he never introduced me as his stepdaughter, always his daughter. I look back now and I say to myself, boy, do we overlook our blessings, even when they are right there in our faces. Today, I'm free of those burdens, and I have accepted my relationship with my biological father. I love him but I have more love for myself and my peace. And although we haven't spoken in a while, he will always have a place in my heart. The first thing I had to do to be able to forgive was understand that alcohol was not a way out. 
that alcohol was never going to allow me the space and the healing process that I needed. And when I was clear about my feelings, I didn't want to be a victim anymore. I didn't want to give my power away to the situation anymore. See, you can't change people, but you can change how you deal with them and still respect them while protecting your own peace with boundaries. But in the midst of all of those emotions, I took a look at how my relationships with others had been. What did others see in me during my time of weakness or depression and you know, insecurities? I had to take all of my pain piece by piece and sit in it so that I can heal and deal with it. I subjected myself to emotionally abusive relationships and the most damaging one was a seven-year relationship with someone I thought that I loved and perhaps I did. I mean, now I feel like, was it really love? You know, I'm not sure, but I had completely lost myself and I almost lost my mind. I can't even explain the things that I put up with in that relationship. But let's just say that when someone sees that you are in pain and vulnerable, but they can also see your strength behind all of that, they will do all they can to keep you in a self-sabotaging state of mind. Because not only do they know they are unworthy of you, they know that as long as you are down, it makes them feel more in control of their own demons. So abuse in any form has nothing to do with you but everything to do with how the abuser feels about themselves. Some people used to ask me why I stayed so long in that relationship. And all I can say is that I truly lost sight of myself, my truth, and my dreams. Forgiveness took a long time with this because not only did I have to forgive the person, I also had to forgive myself and reestablish a full loving relationship with me unconditionally. And let me tell you, it was a fight that I refused to lose, no matter how many setbacks occurred in my healing process. And through it all, I found myself in two different rehabs due to binge drinking, you know, just trying to numb myself. But I was actually killing myself. I had the shakes and I experienced that when I binged. Also, when I stopped for a day or two, it was very scary. The anxiety and the panic attacks were so bad. There were days that I cried out for help, begging for the taste of alcohol to just cease. And when God said he had enough of my shenanigans, (laughs) he gave me the strength to get through. The last rehab that I went to exposed me to many others that were hurting, angry, and had lost their way. I began to see that all of them just wanted to be loved, but were unaware that all it took was for them to love themselves. It was there that I realized that I was not alone, but even more, I realized that I didn't want them to feel alone either. By seeing them, it helped me to see myself. And by the time I was ready to go home, I had finished writing a song called Beautiful You. And I performed that song in the day room and dedicated to each woman that had to stay there and continue their journey. It was then that I realized I wanted to inspire others. So let's get into some techniques or steps when forgiveness is necessary in your life. What is forgiveness? We sometimes have this idea that forgiveness means you are weak or you are giving the other person the okay to have mistreated you. 
or that you forgive and have to speak with the person as you did before. Forgiveness is not trust. Forgiveness does not mean you have to always reconcile. And forgiveness does not mean you have to forget. What forgiveness is, is the ability to let go of the anger and resentment. It is powerful and it is having the courage to stop reliving the negative actions that another person has done to you. It is the willingness to stop babysitting the emotions behind the incident. It is acceptance of the past, to leave things imperfect and not wish it to be anything different. It is letting go of the idea that you need the other person to feel the pain you felt or wishing them bad. I remember seeing a quote by Oprah Winfrey that said, True forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. Because when you look at all of the experiences you've encountered, each and every one has taught you something. When we are in the healing process, it is imperative that we stay clear of our path and begin to nourish our emotions and start to reinvent yourself. You come with attributes and capabilities to change anything about you that was broken and also discover new things about yourself that you never knew existed. To do this, I recommend being in total indulgence of self, meaning not being in any type of intimate relationship while being in this process, but surround yourself with relationships that are supportive and conducive to your well-being. We have to remember that not everyone has the same experiences as we have had prior to being in our presence. So when thinking about how others reacted or how someone has shown you a side of them that you don't understand, try looking at it from a less emotional place for a moment and understand that most people do the best they can when dealing with others, meaning there are people that can only give you what they have and what they know in that experience. When I tried to have a relationship after my seven-year relationship, I was not healed from anything in my past. So what could I bring to a new relationship if I was not healed? Hurt. Now, I was not abusive or cheating. I truly felt this time I had met the love of my life. But once the butterflies of a new situation got real, I began to introduce my experience with hurt and alcohol to my new relationship. And eventually the person I was dating ended up resenting me because I could not see past my hurt at the time. Now, don't get me wrong. It was a two-sided thing when it came down to ending it, because even though I had things I should have fixed with myself, there were issues in the relationship that were not conducive to my mental health, along with disrespect. So even though it took some time to forgive in that situation as well, I now see that we both could only give what we had to give. No more no less. So when I talked about my father, I can't say what he should or should not have done anymore because he gave me exactly what he had in him. Just like I gave what I had in me to others in hopes that I too am forgiven by whomever I may have hurt. But does that mean I must be in the presence of the ones I forgive? No. Because forgiving is for you to become whole and free. It has nothing to do with the other person. They have their own work to do for their own journey. 
Forgiveness is a process. And to get through that process, you can no longer look at yourself as a victim. You have to see beyond that to become victorious. Remember, we are only as good as we tell ourselves we are. And even without all of the answers, we will always find a piece of ourselves with forgiveness. So if you are struggling with forgiveness, just remember, it is not worth giving your power to a situation or to someone else. Your power is yours. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to release that pressure and the burdens that you carry because no one else has to deal with those burdens but you. Just remember that the next time you feel like you just will not forgive. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in today, and I appreciate the time that you guys are taking out of your day to listen to my podcast. I can be followed on Instagram at Last Call for Alcohol Podcast. You can leave suggestions, you can comment on there, and you can get a little bit of inspiration as well. You guys be healthy, stay safe, and anyone out there that might feel alone, just know that there is someone that loves you and cares for you. Go out there and be great. Be you. Do you. Because can't nobody do it quite like you. Until next time, be blessed.